Welcome to the Young Powerhouse Podcast, where powerhouses gather to do great things. So I'm excited, guys. I'm excited for this episode, episode four. Um, I think just kind of the signs of the time and where we are right now as a world, I think this is a very, very appropriate topic. I think it's very much needed. I think more so than any other topic that I've talked about on this podcast. So I'm going to just jump right in. The title of this is How to Build a Pandemic-Proof Business. How to Build a Pandemic-Proof Business. And it really kind of stemmed, the idea of this topic really stemmed from a lot of people, especially on social media, hit me up all the time, pretty much all day, every day. And they're always asking, you know, hey, Chris, we see that you are doing really well in your business. Um, We know it's a pandemic going on. We're literally a solid month into this pandemic right now. And people ask me all the time, like, how do you keep not only just keep your business going and sustain your business, but how do you also build your business? Because it looks like you're continuing to get new real estate clients. You're continuing to do new things. Like, how do you how do you do that? And I really wanted to make a podcast about that because I think it's definitely needed. Um, Unfortunately, what you see in the news these days is a lot of businesses are going under. A lot of businesses can't sustain business, nor can they, of course, you know, unfortunately build their business. And I think there's a few. I wanted to give you guys three things of or three kind of tips of how I've built my business to withstand a pandemic, a recession, you know, because in real estate, we have to deal with pandemics, we have to deal with recessions. Granted, we don't see pandemics really ever. I never thought I would see one in my lifetime, but, you know, things pop up to where business can go down eventually. Um, Before I jump into that, I definitely want to at least emphasize that business, just like life, it ebbs and flows. And ebbs and flows means that it goes up and down. So for people that are scared, terrified, worried, um, honestly, for good reason, because a lot is going on that we probably never thought we would see in our lifetime. But I want to just encourage people that the bad times don't last forever. We will get through this. Things will get better eventually. Um, You know, things get better. So I always want to just emphasize that before I jump into, you know, how to build your business, that things will get better eventually. Things don't unfortunately, not unfortunately, fortunately, things don't, the bad things don't last forever. Life ebbs and flows just like business. So again, I'm really excited to kind of talk about this. I think specifically for my real estate professionals or really anybody with a business, but I always like to talk to my realtors because um, I understand your struggle. I understand how to get business. I understand um You know, sometimes your clients lose their job, especially around this time where, you know, you really don't know, you know, if people could walk into work, the ones that have to go in, you could walk into work one day and because of this, you could be furloughed tomorrow and you just never know. So I get where all of my real estate agents are coming from with some of the fear that they have and just kind of sometimes people aren't even in 
the mindset of purchasing a home because they have so much going on in their own life in that they don't even, again, know if they're going to have a job tomorrow. So I get the fear and apprehension um, around sometimes even reaching out to people. But I want to encourage my real estate agents to reach out to people. That's important. Um, So, again, before, it's not even one of the steps, but before I jump into the steps, another thing I wanted to just talk about is um, before you start building a pandemic-proof business, it starts well before the incident in this case, pandemic, it could be a recession or anything like that. It starts before the event actually hits. Meaning, you it's the same as you don't try to build a house in a hurricane. It's a little too late for that because the storm is already going on. So I'm giving you guys tips of how to build a pandemic bit pandemic-proof business for the next time that we go through, say, another recession like 2008 or another pandemic like 2020, that you guys are prepared and you know how to shift properly your business and also to how to exploit the seemingly negative things that come out of what seems like a really, really bad thing, a pandemic. So um, for me personally, I've been building my business methodically for six years now. I didn't just start this once the pandemic hit it's nothing new for me. I didn't I didn't start this like now. I've been doing this for 6 years now and again methodically building my business up every single year. So that is important guys. You want to start the process of building that business and that venture and really kind of fine tuning things, tightening things up. You want to do that before the situation and the storm hits. So it starts now. I know a lot of times, again, I'm giving tips on how to build a pandemic-proof business while we're in a pandemic. So it seems like it's a little too late. But now you know, or after listening to this, and again, I think this will be part one. I think I'm going to do a part two as well. But after listening to this, you'll have actionable steps for the next time something pops up. Um, Again, whether it's recession or pandemic or whatever it is, you'll know how to then properly shift your business. So for me, uh, people are asking me, how have I been, you know, not only just sustaining business, but getting a new business. So the the main word for me during this pandemic has been shift, S-H-I-F-T, shift. Um, it has really honestly exposed a lot of things in my profession, real estate, that I wasn't really doing virtually that I could. For instance, uh, I do a lot of new construction. And if anyone's ever done new construction, they know that before you actually start building a house, after you're under contract, you've got your financing lined up, all of that, you have what's called a pre-construction meeting. And that is typically with myself as your realtor, your project manager who oversees all of the people that are building your house, and the sales rep at the construction uh, or the home builder. We all get together and we go over all of your options. And those are normally in person. Well, I've had two since the pandemic started. I've had two virtual pre-construction meetings. And that has really not necessarily revealed to me, but it's really kind of reinforced to me how many things can really be done virtually that we 
just kind of honestly in real estate waste time on doing them in person that they really, really can be done virtually. So um, something like that has really reinforced to me that shift is necessary sometimes. Shift is not always a bad thing, especially in business, because if you're not running your business as efficiently as you can, shift is a really, really good thing, guys. So shift, if you guys don't remember anything else I talk about, remember shift. Shift is a big thing when it comes to especially a major worldwide incident like this, like a pandemic. If you can shift your business, you'll be the one that thrives. You'll be the one that's getting the business while the other people, whether it's real estate agents or whatever business you're in, they're still scrambling to try to do things the old way. So shift is very, very important. So step one, how have I built my pandemic proof business. Number one, it is because I keep in contact with my past clients, referrals in my sphere. So that is very, very important. Keeping in contact with your people. So I think um, I've made that a really big thing in my business for years now. And I didn't just start it, you know, I didn't call up my whole sphere or all my referrals or past clients when the pandemic started and asked them for a bunch of business, I've been keeping in contact with these people for years. So they were used to hearing from me. Um, So if I did have to reach out during the pandemic just to say, hey, you know, things are slowing down a bit. Do you have anybody that you know that are looking to buy or sell a home? They won't look at me weird for, you know, just now calling them and reaching out. I've been doing that for years now, and they're used to hearing from me. So the first thing to me, and the really major thing for me, is to keep in contact with your sphere, guys. Keep in contact with your past clients, your family, your friends, um, referrals that you get, all of that. You need to be keeping in contact with those people, guys. And, And don't start it again when your business is in dire straits, like some people's businesses are now. You wanna be in contact with them starting out, you know, so that way they're used to hearing from you. They don't feel like you're just reaching out because you want something. Um, and it's not, it's not the fact that I'm reaching out because I want something from them. But a lot of times it's just, I like to keep in contact with people because I'm a very social person. And if they just so happen to want to refer someone to me, which I'm always appreciative of, then that's great. But that's not the reason that I reach out to them. Hopefully you guys hear that. So number two, so the first one is keep in contact with your past clients, referrals in your sphere. Second step, and I would, I'm going to spend probably the most time on this because this is how I have really, really built my business over the last six years and specifically over the past little over months since this pandemic started. Social media. And anybody knows me knows I talk about social media so much because it's so, 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 so important. Social media these days is everything, guys. If you never hear anything else that I say, social media is everything these days. Um, I am really big on Instagram. I have about 6,000 followers right now. Um, I definitely encourage you guys to follow me try to motivate you guys, show, you know, show you what I do throughout the day, things like that. But social media is huge for me. I'm really active on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter somewhat. 
uh, LinkedIn as well. But I'm always, always, always active on social media. And sometimes people ask me why. So why am I always active on social media? Because people need to see your face. People will forget about you if they don't constantly see you, see your face, see what you're doing. Because, and I'm just, again, speaking to my real estate agents right now. I'm going to talk about all the business, but I'm really speaking to my real estate agents right now. We are competing with TV. You have shows like Million Dollar Listing. You have all those HGTV shows that show, you know, I think it's called like Find, Find My House or something like that on HGTV. You have all of these shows that they show some of or the sexy part of real estate where people think that all we do is show a couple houses, cash big checks, which anybody that's been in real estate knows that is certainly not the case. <laughs> um, but people think that's what we do. And there's a general, a general intrigue around real estate. And I think also, too, people tend to think that it's so easy and that anybody could do it. So I think people tune into my social media because they know they're going to really get the real of how real estate is, what it looks like every day as a real estate agent. Um, they see the highs. They see my lows. They see the sales that I do. They see the closings that I have. They see everything. I try to keep it as honest as possible, but I just try to give people a real glimpse into my life. And I think that's really, really important, guys. I think it's super important to do that and to stay in front of people. And it's funny, you know, people ask me, you know, specifically why, and I'm going to talk about Instagram right now, why I'm always posting on my story. Um, versus on my timeline. So if I post a picture on Instagram, I normally will get anywhere between 300 to 500 likes on a post. But I consistently have a thousand plus people watch my story every day. So I'm very active on my story, more so than even on my posts, because more people actually watch my story. More people are checking for what I do every day versus a polished post that I put up, if that makes sense. So I'm very, very active, specifically on my story, on Instagram, on Facebook, um, sometimes on Snapchat. I don't really do too much Snapchat anymore, but um, sometimes Snapchat, Twitter. I just always try to make sure that people are always seeing me. They always have to have eyes on me. You know, it's the same as... You know, you look at a company like a Coca-Cola or Pepsi or anybody that you see, Liberty Mutual, um, Allstate, you know, these companies are multi-billion with a B dollar corporations. And if they feel the need to always consistently be in front of you, it's the same as during the Super Bowl. Why is the Super Bowl commercial why are people paying a million dollars for a 30-second commercial at the Super Bowl? Because you have people's eyes. You have their attention. You're staying in front of them. It's the same with our business or any business. Advertising. Someone may pay $1,000 for an ad in a magazine. 
a thousand people may see that magazine and a thousand people you're in front of them. I have 6,000 Instagram followers and growing every day. If I post something, if even only half of my followers see it, that's 3,000 people that see it. I don't care about the likes. The likes doesn't matter. All I care about is you seeing it and continuously seeing it. And I'm always in front of people because people reach out to me. People want to feel like who they reach out to, even if it's on social media, that person's a resource. So people, when they have questions about real estate, they reach out to me literally every day. I get somebody to reach out to me about some kind of question about real estate. And I respond to them. And I think that's why people tend to reach out to me often, because I think they know from experience, hey, you know, um, I know if I reach out to Chris, if I have a question about buying a home, I know he's going to answer me. So it's all about really digging into social media and providing that value to your consumer. It doesn't always have to be super salesy. Um, Anybody that follows me on social media knows I'm like the least salesy person ever, even though I am a salesman. But I try to never be pushy or salesy because no, everybody, everybody is always being sold to, but nobody ever wants to feel like they're being sold, if that makes sense. So you are always selling. Listen, if you are in a friendship, you're selling all the time why your friend shouldn't replace you with someone else. If you're married, you are always selling why your spouse shouldn't divorce you and marry someone else. At your job, even if you work, say, for the government, like I used to work for the government and I was doing HR, I was selling every day why my boss shouldn't fire me and hire somebody else. You are always selling. Humans by nature are always selling, but we never want to feel like we're being sold too. So that means you got to get creative with how you sell. For me, I sell in that I post what I do every day. I post my showings, uh, the houses that I show. I show my closings. I check in with people. I ask people questions. Um, and a lot of times I like to get their feedback, like, Hey, what'd you guys think of this showing that I did? What's your favorite part of the house? Uh, and people respond to me. And again, I'm selling them because I'm keeping real estate in front of them. And when they think of, Oh my gosh, I think I want to buy a house. Who are they going to think of? They're going to think of me because they see me all the time, unless they have a really close family member or a really close friend that does real estate. Then, you know, I may not be able to get that sale. But if it's not someone that they know intimately, when they see me, because they're always seeing me with real estate, they're going to want to go to me. Um, Social media is huge. So a couple tips I'll give for social media, because I really wanted to focus on social media, because with my business, my business has gone a lot of virtual. So one tip that I'll give with social media is doing lives. A lot of people are not comfortable in front of the camera. A lot of times people, when I tell them that, hey, you got to do lives, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. I'm, I don't speak well, or I'm afraid in front of the camera or whatever. Those are excuses, guys. And it doesn't matter if you only have one person in your live. That's all that matters is that you're doing it and you're getting comfortable in front of the camera. So lives, number one, are great. Um, 
you can do them individually. I do a lot of lives by myself or team up with someone that has a bigger following than you and reach out to them and say, hey, I would love to be get on a live with you. We can answer questions about real estate. We can both plug our businesses. It's a win-win for everyone. Um, and you're providing value there. So lives are a great, 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 great thing. Um, number two, you want to post things that are engaging. Again, like I was saying, I post on my story all the time. And even on my post, I'll post, you know, a, a showing that I have throughout the day. And I always like to ask people, hey, guys, what did you think of this? Did you like this house? Did you not like it? Would you like about it? Um, could you see yourself living here? Those kinds of things. So, again, I'm selling them because I'm always showing them houses, but they don't feel like I'm selling them, guys. Um, so, number one, again, when it comes to social media, I recommend lives. I also recommend posts that are engaging both on your timeline and on your and on your story. And then another third, kind of like I, I've touched on with the first, but tap into other people's followers, guys. I mean, make strategic partnerships. Reach out to people. Just ask them, hey, I would love to go on a live with you. Um, sometimes for my real estate folks, you know, sometimes other real estate agents, there's really no point. They don't want to do lives together. But if you have a lender or a credit specialist or whomever, reach out to them and say, hey, I would love to do a live. Let's promote it because um, people are at home. Guys, they want knowledge. They want information. And that's something that I'm super excited about, that I've had more people reach out to me for free buyer consultations than I've ever had because people are home. They don't have anything else to do. And they would want to just learn about something that they can actually you know, a skill that they can learn purchasing home so they can do it again, of course. Um, and then, you know, again, people, because they're home, they want to learn something. So they reach out just for free information. And a lot of times when they reach out, I get them started with the lender um, and they start the process of purchasing their home. And the number three, the biggest, second biggest thing I think behind social media um, and again, I kind of touched on it a bit already, but it's focusing on giving people value during this pandemic. Stop thinking so much about how much money you can make, how many homes you can sell, whatever business you have, what you can sell. Focus on what value you can bring to others. Because I think it was Albert Einstein that said, don't worry. It, and I'm paraphrasing here, guys. But essentially, don't work to be a man of influence, but work to be a man of value. And again, I'm paraphrasing. That's not the exact quote, but it's pretty similar to that. Focus on giving value to others because the more value you bring to others, the more sales and the more money that you're going to make. I can guarantee you that. Trust me. So focus on giving people value because especially during this time, um, people are scared, um, apprehensive, not very trusting because we get conflicting. Think about it. I can understand how people would be really scared, really apprehensive of talking to someone uh, because even just with the virus, we get conflicting reports all the time. So we don't know what to trust. And this, this really salesy guy comes up and says, hey, I want to help you buy a house. 
I may not really believe too much of that, what he's saying. But if you focus on giving people value, again, lives, putting things on your story, doing engaging posts, things like that, you're giving people value. And the way I do, again, jump on free buyer consultations or seller consultations with my clients or investor consultations, depending on what they want to do. I'm providing value. I'm not worried about the money I'm going to make. I really just want to help people and provide value to them. And I think that's why my business has exponentially grown during this pandemic, guys. I mean, I had in the month of April, I had five closings in April during a pandemic. So it can be done. But I think those three things, number one, keeping in contact with your past clients, referrals in your sphere. Number two, and most important one, emphasis on dig into social media, guys. Get on lives, do engaging posts, um, reach out to people, do joint lives with other people, things like that. And then number three, focus on providing value to the consumer you do those things, I guarantee you guys, you will build a pandemic-proof business. I can guarantee it because I know it. I've seen it in my own life. My business has grown during this pandemic, and I really believe that you guys' business can grow too. Um, and again, just kind of like I talked about before, I always want to emphasize that we will get through this. We will be stronger after we come out of this pandemic. Um, bad things, fortunately, don't last forever. So we as a country, America as a world, I think that we will come out better and stronger from this. Um, everyone, you know, keep positivity flowing. Um, we will get through this. And I'm signing out, episode four, how to build a pandemic-proof business. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Chris Perry, Young Powers Podcast.